Hi. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. How's it going? Bad. How are you? (laughs) I'm not great. I'm not great. (laughs) We tell it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm getting through it. Yeah. I'm doing shitty, but that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to be good all the time. Sure don't, brother. Uh, What do you want to get into first? Uh, From the docket? I feel like it would be fun to uh, open these episodes with a theme song, but I don't know what it should be. I agree. Um, I put no thought into what, but I, I do like... I do like a theme song. I think it should be something like, uh, something good. <laughs> Great input. Okay, I don't well, have any either, though. <laughs> you can write in if you have a suggestion. We won't take it. And also, I'm not sure how that works with copyright, but like 12 fucking people listen to it, so I don't really think <laughs> copyright's that big of a deal as of yet. Actually, one of our fans is like a copyright um what do you call the people that like go after people for copyright infringement assholes <laughs> yeah he's a fucking copyright asshole one of our fans is that true i don't know oh. <laughs> i don't think so but it'd be funny if it was yeah that would. well i mean there's one lawyer that listens to this pod but he's lawyer of the pod so i don't think he'd yeah, it's, he's on our side. Yeah, he's our he, official legal representation. Yeah, he, he, yeah. Loves to, he, he loves to be called that. He loves to be called our official lawyer who we've paid and retained. <laughs> and owes us full attorney-client privilege. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, how was your weekend? You went to, like, it a was- thing? I went to, like, a music festival. It's called Incarceration. Um, it was really fun. Um, but a lot, a lot of shit went down there that was crazy. Um, <laughs> I don't really know where to start. Okay. So, like, the way that it's set up, there's, like, two stages, and they're right next to each other. So the first stage and second stage are literally set up right next to each other and like so they alternate who's playing on what stage so that there's not like a break really in between music there's like a five minute break yeah they did that at Coachella but then they fucked up the scheduling and so like there was some like hardcore rap artists going at the same time as Phoebe Bridgers and they were like right next to each other and it was that's horrific yeah really retardedly planned but um I hated this setup personally because I like a nice little break in between artists to like give your little ears a rest and yes give you some time to talk to people to grab stuff and everything get snacks sit down so it was just like a barrage of fucking music all weekend which I mean I guess that's what we're there for but I could have used a few more breaks personally Um, yeah but it's um it was at the Mansfield Reformatory, like, the old prison. Yeah, um, where Shaw- Shawshank was filmed there, right? Yep. Um, and there's, like, a nice little hill, like, a grassy hill where everyone, like, sets up blankets and sits and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so that's where I, like, chilled for most of the weekend was on that hill. And, um, 
you can tell me, okay, I want you to tell me if you think I'm an asshole for this. I think from now on, after my experience this weekend, if somebody asks me to watch their stuff, watch their bag, whatever, I'm going to say no. It's too much responsibility. Well, immediately, this reminds me of, like, the Kanye tweet when he's like, I hate when I'm on the plane and they give me a water bottle. And I'm like, now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. <laughs> for real. Wait, who asked you to hold but, their stuff? So, some lady, some, like, this group of three people set up a blanket, like, right in front of us. And then the two of the people walked away and the one girl was just sitting there by herself. And she said, she turned around to me and said, will you watch my bag while I go get a beer? Beer stand was like 20 feet away. I was like, I honestly, even right then wanted to say no, but I can't do it. I can't be an asshole like that. And I was going to be sitting next to this woman all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I got you. Well, these bozos come up and just sit on top of that blanket. This <laughs> this blanket that's not theirs. And I'm like, that's somebody's stuff. And they move the blanket out of the way so that they can sit on the ground. And I'm like, oh, now this is my problem. Yeah. Because I'm in charge of her stuff. And I don't, f- I'm not going to fight this bitch. Like, I said, that's her stuff. That's all I can do. And now I feel like I'm the asshole when this girl comes back and her stuff is moved. And I'm like, somebody, I told them somebody was sitting there. Sorry. But. Was she mad at you? She didn't say anything to me, but she wasn't (laughs) pleased at your ability. (laughs) She wasn't pleased at your skills at watching her bag. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are fucking, A, I went to my first music fest. I went to Coachella this spring and like. People are really deranged. People have no manners. And then I was in Boston a few months ago during when the Celtics were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And my friends and I, we had got to the bar early because um, we knew it was going to be really crowded. And we were watching um, the playoffs on TV. And straight up, this group just stood in front of the TVs. And so we, like, flagged down this one guy. And we're like, hey, like, could you, like, get your friend to, like, move out of our way and he was like oh for sure like gave us like a like oh i'm sorry had not tapped his friend on the shoulder and his friend did not move like like he just like made the conscious decision like yeah i'm blocking these people's views and i'm not gonna i mean there's just people are animals and i don't really think that anyone like you should have to you can't outsource having to deal with animals onto other people i feel like Mm -hmm. it's the wild wild west and you can't, like, outsource any unpleasant interactions you're going to have because you're going to have unpleasant interactions because people are deranged and they haven't been socialized for two years. And they're crazy. And you have to deal with that yourself if you leave the house. Yeah, like, everyone forgot how to act during COVID. Um, and, like, Saturday at this show was, I mean, great time. But mm-hmm. the bands that were playing on Saturday attracted a real white trash crowd. Now, I enjoy white trash people as much as the next guy, probably more than the next guy. (laughs) I was just going to say, I say. (laughs) I say that you're Um, above average in your enjoyment of white trash culture. But when you have a big crowd like that, you can't have too much of a percentage being white trash because they're going to act shitty. Yeah. Like, (laughs) that's just how it is. So it was like a real, there was like, this white trash convergence to 
that were playing. And I don't think they should have been scheduled on the same day. I think all these white trash people were like, damn, it's the fucking trifecta. We got to go. And it's just ridiculous to me. Do you remember? I think it was like in the 70s when the Cleveland Indians had Dime a Beer Night. And it just turned, like, devolved into, like, absolute chaos. Like, people were ripping this, their seats off and throwing it under the field. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had, like, a limit. Like, you can only get six cups at a time. <laughs> <laughs> but you could go back up there, like, as much as you... And it was, like, people were throwing up. And, like, I mean, it's just... I don't think they ever did that anywhere again. Yeah, it's, like, there's... It's really a delicate balance before a crowd becomes a mob and you have to do everything you can to like keep it as a crowd and not a mob. Yeah, I feel like that's if you're the event organizer, that's kind of your responsibility. What were the acts that kind of um, pushed it into the danger zone? Um, I believe them to be Theory of a Dead Man, um, Black Label Society, and Breaking Benjamin. I think those bands... Mm, Breaking Benjamin isn't as affiliated with White Trash as the other two um, but I think it like it just brought out the wrong crowd it brought out the wrong crowd um, <laughs> it was it was horrible but um, I had a good time still um, there's just like a lot of weird the the crowd was weird that day um, but were you scared of being trampled no, because everyone was sitting on the hill, so we're fine. But I was sitting um, when we were, my friend and I were watching um, Little Baby, and then mm. all of a sudden, like, I think it was Little Baby, and then um, everyone was sitting, and it was really calm, and then Justin Bieber made a surprise appearance shirtless, and the crowd oh stampeded, and I was like, that, it literally almost, we almost got trampled to death because of a shirtless Justin Bieber. Well, um. So just know- keep that in mind, pal. <laughs> A shirtless beaver could end you at any moment. That's so true, brother. Um, there was one band. Um, have you ever heard of Falling in Reverse? No, I've or, never heard of um, any of these bands. Have you heard of Ronnie Radke? I think that's no. how his name is pronounced. Okay. Ronnie Radke, <laughs> Google him. To you and any listener who doesn't know who he is. Let me look Google him up. and look at the legal issues. His Wikipedia page. Ronnie Radke? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, he's the lead singer for Falling in Reverse. And okay, well, he's... I'm looking at his picture. That's enough for me. He's okay, all Okay, around. legal issues. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's long. <laughs> Anytime it says Six Flags Assault Arrest, this person's... Okay, real good. We got involvement in killing, mm-hmm. domestic violence, Six mm-hmm. Flags Assault, rape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really uh, versatile in his... What the? Okay. Yeah, so this man <laughs> is the singer for Falling in Reverse. They get up there, they're playing their shit. I'm not into Falling in Reverse. I didn't know any of the songs they played. Um, but he kept stopping the show and being like, <laughs> they're telling me, they're telling me you guys need us back. They need a medic over here. They need a medic over here. And I know crowds can get crazy, and I appreciate when a band stops but the way he was doing it i'm like this man is a drama queen and he's pandering to an audience (laughs) that he knows like the people behind me were like 
yeah he's such a good guy for like stopping and like i'm like he's not a good guy <laughs> like <laughs> yeah that was like the most annoying thing after the travis scott thing was mm-hmm. the people being like we stop for pe- when people it's like anyone would stop if they saw they obviously didn't see it like yeah yeah and, like a crowd can get too wild where you stopping personally isn't gonna it's turns into a mob yeah so... travis scott never raped anyone at six flags or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like uh I maybe he did i don't know did not did not find him endearing at all and he at one point was like is anybody out here an asshole yeah you're an asshole we're all assholes huh so stop going on twitter and calling me an asshole <laughs> so i'm like calm calm down dude so you're not like a he make like a lifelong fan out of you no i left having a worse opinion of him than i did when i got there which i didn't think was the bar was pretty low (laughs) because he was just annoying as shit he really bothered me yeah Um, i would respect if he just got up there sang his little songs and left and then you look him up and you're like oh he's uh got quite the background (laughs) yeah um but the one saving grace of seeing falling in reverse was there was a couple that was um, standing a little bit in front of us. They were so cute, so young and cute, and they knew every song, and they were so happy to be there. They were singing it to each other, and it just, like, really filled my soul with joy. I was so happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> they were so cute. Haley and I were watching them the whole time, like, aww. They're so happy. They finally got to see Falling in Reverse. They're like, they really knew all the words. They're having so much fun. You should have, um, like, man on the street of them. Like, uh, you know, like, outside of, like, a Trump rally when they'll get, like, accosted by, like, did you know that he did that? Like, you should have, like, read them, read them his Wikipedia page and, like, gotten <laughs> their takes. I feel like they definitely had to have known because he used to be the singer of the band Escape the Fate. And he played a couple Escape the Fate songs, too. And they knew those. And I'm like, they're like Ronnie Radke fans. then. Yeah. That's what that says to me. Reading this guy's Wikipedia, it says, uh, On May 6, 2006, then 22-year-old Radke met with Marcel Colquitt near Shadow Ridge High School at approximately 2.30 p.m. to fight. (laughs) Which, there's a lot of things that are funny about this to me, but, like, one's being, like, four years out of high school and being like, let's meet at high school, A, to fight. At 2.30 p.m., that means that kid was probably getting out of high school. That's exactly what I'm like, (laughs) that's during the school year. Either children were present or... He and was then, waiting for this guy to get off school. He was pacing around in the parking lot. I don't the, know that to be true. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because it doesn't say how this guy. But either way, there were definitely children in school who were just about to get out. So it, that's funny as well. Mm-hmm. Each man brought additional men to support them in the fight. They're saying men, which makes me think that it's not an 18-year-old uh, high school student. Um. Each man brought additional men to support them in the fight with news report placing the number of those involved anywhere from six to eight individuals. During the fight, 22-year-old Chase Raider, great, great name mm-hmm. for this, um, a man who had accompanied Radke shot 18-year-old Michael Allen Cook three times, killing him as well as wounding another man, Colquitt's brother. Raider was arrested for and charged with murder, but the DA declined to prosecute him despite his confession as it was... An- as it was determined, Raider acted in self-defense. 
Da, 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 da. Radke and Colquitt were criminally charged for their involvement in Cook's death, although Colquitt committed suicide before he could stand trial. <laughs> yeah, they tried to charge this guy's brother for his death, and he just killed himself. The I re- power move. Yeah, for real. Damn. Paul quit. Okay. Rocky pleaded guilty. Da, 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 da. Oh, because of his criminal activity in prison sentence, Escape the Fate fired Radke. Mm-hmm. They sure did. Um, Craig Mam- Mabbitt, formerly the band Bless the Fall, uh, replaced the imprisoned Radke. Wait, isn't Bless the Fall? Did they switch bands? No, Falling in Reverse. They're, uh, all, they're uh, all named some gay-ass shit. That I would be cool. where the confusion is. That would be cool if, uh, like... Like these, like screamo bands or whatever, had like a draft each at yeah. the beginning of each touring season, and like <laughs> I could get behind that. <laughs> just like, uh, like they're like, okay, no, you're a free agent now because you fucking shot that guy. <laughs> um, domestic violence arrest. Radke was accused of striking his then girlfriend. Uh, nothing funny in that one. Um, Six Flags I- Assault arrest. Um, was performing this, as part. This one pissed me off when I read this. Just keep reading. I'll tell you the part that pisses me off. Well, let me see if I can guess. <laughs> I'm sure you can. <laughs> On September 29, 2012, Radke was performing as part of Falling in Reverse for Fast Evil. Is that the part that they named the festival Fast Evil? No, this is the first. I didn't comprehend that the first time I read it, but okay. that doesn't make me happy either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a punk rock festival for Six Flags Great Adventure Fright Fest event when he threw three microphone stands <laughs> into the audience, injuring a 16 year old girl. <laughs> That's so shitty. It's so shitty. <laughs> You're like you're you're like a parent, and your like sixteen year old daughter is like, I want to go to Six Flags for a festival. And you're like, okay, and like you got to pick her up at the hospital because this guy threw a microphone at her. Yeah. Um, Radke was charged with simple assault and aggravated assault and released on twenty five thousand bail. Radke publicly apologized for his actions, saying that they were not in anger and that he hadn't intended to hurt anyone. Six Flags subsequently decided to ban hard rock and heavy metal bands from performing at the park in the future. What the fuck? What's that about? This guy's clearly an asshole. He doesn't he doesn't speak for all hard rock and metal. I mean, why would I just think it's a weird venue for like a hard rock band any like what why Six Flags? I don't know. I've seen a couple bands at like Cedar Point and stuff. Really? They like yeah. Uh, rape. And then it uh, appears that he allegedly also then raped someone. Um, yeah, and there's also, like, um, allegations of, like, him, a lot of funny business with, like, underage girls and stuff. Like, nice. Just. <laughs> I think he, he's, around. like, really disgusting looking. Yeah. It's like a. There's a lot of niches in this world, I guess. Yeah. That's true. Um, the um, fashion at this festival was crazy, too. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Well, you tell. it's a good time. I like it because literally you'll see people wearing the outfit you could possibly think of. There's people going around and just like straight up just wearing underwear. Um, yeah. I saw like a. I think that's godless, by the way, I in case like anyone a, was wondering my take. A 300-pound man walking around in a bikini. It, it fucking ruled. But there's one <laughs> style that I cannot get behind that a lot of the women there were rocking. I think this is these were the white trash women. I don't think they were the white trash women. It was the white trash women that were rocking this style. It's when you have jean shorts, but you have outgrown them. And so you just wear them um, anyway, but you wear them completely unzipped. And the zipper is like the like part that should be like closed together is just completely stretched out. And I yeah, think- I can't co-sign that. Because <laughs> I, I get just, like, sometimes if you're wearing high-waisted jean shorts and you ate just ate a big meal, you can be like, I'm going to let this top one chill for a, a second. For yeah. Sure. Well, I digest, and then, like, in an hour or so, I'll button up. But just, like, being like, yeah, these don't fit me, but I'm going to leave the house is insane. Yeah, and I'm, like, not one to, like, you know, I'm a big girl, and I was out there wearing, like, a little sports bra and stuff. It's hot as shit. Like, you don't have to, like, I don't think you have to cover your body. Yeah, this isn't a modesty, like. You should be wearing clothes that fit you. I agree. (laughs) Like, I don't think that's I don't think that's a big ask. ask. Yeah, no. (laughs) I had a bad, I fucking... So when I went to Coachella, I like prided myself on that. Like I didn't use a porta potty the mm-hmm. whole time, which is pretty much unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, I had to use a porta potty. I was at the lake and I just didn't have a swim. And I just was leaving, and I was like, it was like, I'm gonna get a UTI if I don't go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. dude. It was so gross. And then I spent no. the entire evening last night, like up until like two in the morning, on my computer reading infections that you can get from using porta potties. <laughs> And, like, they're all horrific. And it's just really... Every time I'm, like... Yeah, being, like, when people ask you whether or not you'd rather be born a man or a woman, I kind of oscillate. I'm, like, oh, you know, I don't... Then I think of porta potties, and I'm like, a man, man, for man, hundred sure. percent. Yeah. Like having, and obviously, I like line the toilet like seat with toilet paper, but like, mm-hmm. it's just no, like, it's so I'm- disgusting. You want to hear? This is gonna make you so upset. Um, this yeah. porta potty experience I had this weekend. Um, I <laughs> um, it was the end of the night Friday. We were walking back to the car, and I had to stop to use the porta potty that was in the parking lot. And first of all, you go in there. They haven't figured out how to light porta potties at night yet, which is crazy to me. You can't put a little motion detected light in there. Also, I just want to say you need like it's insane that some porta pot like the one I used didn't have like a hook to put your stuff mm-hmm. or like no, a shelf. Yeah, there's Come nothing. on, there's nothing. And then, um, so it's dark as shit. It's the end of the night, so there's no toilet paper, Ugh. and I'm exhausted and. Um, I'm just, I'm not a hoverer. I'm going to sit. Um, but there's no toilet paper. Oh, man. And there is, there's a couple dribbles of pee on the seat. <gasps> and so I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm, there, I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm just going to sit on it. Like, <gasps> it's the end of the night. I just, so I did sit in oh, a stranger's pee. No. <laughs> Did you shower as soon as you got home? No. 
Oh um, my god. <laughs> no. I didn't even sit and pee. I lined the toilet and I showered. I washed my shoes. I did the laundry. It, I looked up infections. No, I was. I didn't think another thing of it. You just kept like, it, keep it moving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you just gotta keep going. I mean, sometimes you gotta sit and pee. That's just what you're definitely what life is. like more equipped for the world than I am. I feel. Well, I'm not like easily grossed out by stuff. Like... Yeah, we've taken we take a lot of IDR labs tests, and one yeah. of them is disgust sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And you have a very high tolerance for disgust. And there's some Absolutely. areas, too. Uh, like, I can't remember what areas they were. But, like, bodily functions scored very low on your disgust sensitivities. Whereas mine was, like, yeah, through the I've roof. Been, yeah, I've been I've been uh, thrown up on a few times in my life, you know? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> That's not, like... But, yeah. <clears throat> and then, um... Also at this festival, um, there was this woman. <laughs> You're not gonna like this one either. Um, I'm reading over our disgust sensitivities now. Yeah, I'm sorry to derail no, the pod. Well, uh, this is an old. This is from almost a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. Emily and I took a disgust sensitivity test. Hers was um, low at 23.43 percent. Um, bodily fluids was your lowest category, meaning that bothered you literally the least. Mm-hmm. Body mutilations bothered you the next least. Um, then animal contaminants, then sexual deviance, then unusual slash unclean food, then poor hygiene, and then exposure to death was your most, but um, even your most was still um, less than my. <laughs> Please. My disgust sensitivity was high at 74.14%. Um, sexual deviance bothered me the most, followed by bodily fluids. Um, then animal contaminants and unclean food were tied. Um, poor hygiene. And then body mutilations, which is still really high. And then my least one was exposure to death, which is still higher. Um, and yours which was the most yeah i'm not very easily disgusted yeah um but the sexual deviancy actually leads really well into my next story um the thing that bothers me the most and you know i'm not gonna (laughs) like this yeah i don't like sex perverts i'm on the record Um, there was this couple sitting in front of me the one Um, that was singing no, there was, they were, pro- okay, I don't know how old they were because they were white trash as fuck and it obscures your age. It does. There's no way to tell. Um, but I would put, I would clock them at around 45 to 50 years old. Like they okay. definitely weren't too young. Um, first of all, this woman <laughs> was hilarious all day. She was drunk as shit. She kept falling down. She was just laying there drunkenly dancing like she's on her back, just and then she kind of like put her hips up in the air and shake them around a little bit while she was on her back um but theory of a dead man came out and they um played a cover of friends in low places by garth brooks i don't know if you know that song i know the garth brooks version yeah it's um a white trash anthem this woman shot straight up it the song revived her she, wow <laughs> like it was the power of friends and <laughs> like she was up and singing and just going um, respect but, but that was still early in the day 
mm-hmm. there was still a lot of time to go. So she devolved again. Right. And um, so her and her husband are laying there and she keeps like, she keeps trying to grab his dick and <gasps> Haley and I are watching. We're cracking up. She literally is like he's laying there like on his back with his legs kind of spread and just sitting there she like flings her body over him so her leg is like in between his so her leg is basically like on his junk and she starts like kind of thrusting and like rubbing around and stuff and i'm like it's crazy to see so that was happening and then during the next band they were standing up and she (laughs) she kept reaching around they were right in front of us she kept reaching around behind him and from the outside of his pants was like getting up in his butt and stuff like fingers up there (laughs) and then she starts standing in front of him and she's trying to pull her pants down and he keeps pulling them up he has a hold of her belt loop and he's holding them up persistent she keeps trying he's been thwarting her advances all day like he has not been like really down for any of this like he's like we're in public right like (laughs) have some decency you slob (laughs) but i would shoot her with my gun (laughs) she she kept she keeps trying to pull her pants down it's so funny and then i leave to go get water and i get back and i heard some terrible news which was that I missed it. She got her pants down around her ankles and I missed it. <laughs> like underwear too or Yeah. Just totally naked. Yeah. And he pulled them back up and everything and they're fine whatever, but like it's just funny to me because if anyone that I was with at any time in my life had been drunk enough that they were going to expose their bare ass in front of a crowd of thousands of people (laughs) um like the second that happened i'd be like okay well we ought to take you back to the car like you can't be in public anymore like you're too yeah absolutely you can't be here they were just chilling like that was a normal fucking like they were around for a while after that plus like you're probably in the background of someone's picture just fully did you guys wait? Did you guys like stay in a car? You camped or no? It's oh, like okay, an hour good. drive. So oh, okay, cool. We came back. Yeah, yeah. God, I like. I would not have found that as charming. <laughs> I I had been watching this drunk woman all day, and I was a huge fan of all the her work moves she was <laughs> making. Yeah, I had already be. I was already on her side, and her trying to pull her pants down just made it. What and like what was the goal? Like if she had gotten her way, she would have just like had sex like right in front of everyone. Yes, I believe so. I believe that that was what she was trying to do. That's heinous. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I was loving it. Ugh. <laughs> and then I think this might be the last thing that I well there's two things one is I think whoever comes up with the names for these festivals needs to be given the death penalty yeah like (laughs) best evil incarceration Uh, yeah incarceration with a k i n k c a r a t i o n um, because it's supposed to be like a music and 
which like I Do can't people get tattoos worse, there um like yeah, there's, like, good artists that come, and they have, like, an inside part, like, to do that. But, like, I can't think of a worse venue to get a tattoo. You're out in the fucking sun and dirt the whole weekend. Like, drunk. I... like I don't know. I think that's horrible for the healing process. I can't think of a place, like, from everything you've said, that I would least rather be in the entire world. Like, if I had to go to this, or you're, like, 72 hours here... Or 72 hours in, like, Kabul. Mm-hmm. I would do Kabul. Like, I just... <laughs> this doesn't appeal to me. At least they're not sexual perverts there. Like, that woman, if she were in the Middle East... <coughs> and she had tried to pull those shenanigans of pulling her pants down... Mm-mm. She'd be no chance. As she should be here. <laughs> I wish, honestly, you and Haley should have started throwing rocks at her. Dude, we were straight cracking up. All no, we could do was get laugh. It the, was hilarious. Get some pebbles, some sticks, and just start the revolution, dude. Start the movement. People will join and say this is impure. You cannot be acting like this. I don't think that crowd would have been on our side, Claire. They were so That's, white trash. Uh, it's just, it's hard for me to even imagine, like, that many people not wanting to punish this woman <laughs> these people are like okay so like you see a lot of like white guys with dreadlocks and like black guys that are wearing cowboy hats like there absolutely not <laughs> it rules it's so cool i kill myself <laughs> um, i had a um just one last shout yeah. out to um one of the bands that played is from Columbus slash Delaware, and um, it was really cool to see them on the big stage. They're called Air. It's spelled A-E-I-R. They're like alt-rock. Um, it was pretty fun to see. Them. Like, the last time I saw them was in downtown Delaware. They have, like, a practice spot, and they did, like, a secret show there. It's just, like, a little tiny garage, and... Mm-hmm. Then like got to see them on the big stage. That like, is they're cool. On the, like huge like uh, screens and stuff. Like it's just really cool to see. So that is cool when you see a band. I saw Smith Westerns in a bar before they were like big, and it's cool to be like saw you guys in your little. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, this says the note says face tattoo. Is that in relation to the festival or? It's is not- that a separate? Okay. Not. <laughs> um, there's a guy whose stuff comes on my For You page on TikTok. And my For You page is pretty cursed because I like ridiculous content. So, like, right. it's a lot of extremely um, deranged people. Um, people that don't know how to use the app, like old people that don't know what they're doing. And, like, people that are just very clearly disabled and ill like mm-hmm. it just there's no way around it but this man, sure um this one guy who keeps coming on my page he is in the process of he has his face has tattoos all over it and he's in the process <sighs> okay. of um blacking it out you know how people do like the black sleeves and stuff yeah um that's going to be blackface at the end, right? Like, is he thinking this through? And is this, 
race like people are gonna not take kindly to that right how well isn't my understanding is like when people get tattooed blacked out it doesn't really look like black skin you know it just it's like grayish if you were browning it out then we'd have a problem but i feel like the it's literally blackface like (laughs) it is like i feel like it's like looks like someone just put shoe polish on his face which is like not 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 acceptable unless you're the prime minister of canada that doesn't fly here pal well he just loves costumes that's different Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah he has a you can for costumes. add for the Patreon. Um, you can hear our takes on Justin Trudeau's love of costumes and blackface in our old episodes. I believe the episode was titled Justin Trudeau Don't Ever Stop Doing Blackface. Yeah, I forgot about that. We talked and, about blackface a lot. And that will be on Patreon soon if we can get five eps in five weeks. And I think we're going to do it because I feel I'm a real Debbie Downer today. Uh, and I'm here anyway, letting Bloom yeah. talk about these disgusting pervert freaks she met <laughs> and sees on the internet. And I'm just here putting in, the, you know, this is putting in work, okay? This is, is, you know, you get up, you show up to work when you don't feel like it. And that's mm-hmm. what we're doing right now. Yeah, She's doing through. bad. I'm doing shitty. And you know what? We log on and we record for an hour. And I'm probably not going to edit this because what's the point today? You're going to get it and it's going to be a week after the last one. And that's what professionals do. So true, brother. So, and if I get another poor review of my anti-science takes from last week, I am going to lose it. People didn't like it. They did not care for i personally i guess maybe they don't talk to you as much as i do about this kind of stuff i thought you were being very tame and (laughs) compared to normal (laughs) personally i thought it was i was like she didn't go that far (laughs) the thing is i didn't because you i mean we often are we (laughs) you know how i really feel yeah i I feel like i was mild Stop complaining because it could get a lot worse. Just it can, and you know what? Test me, and it fucking will. <laughs> yeah, just be quiet and thank your lucky stars that you only had to hear what you did. You know? Yeah. Because if one that of the offended pa- you, one of the Patreon tears is I call you when you don't want me to, <laughs> <laughs> and I leave you a voicemail <laughs> that's eight minutes long, and I talk about. Kennedy's book, The Real Dr. Fauci. (laughs) And I take you through the AIDS crisis and how he was planned and how this is planned. And then once the message cuts off, I call back. And that will be a Patreon tier. (laughs) Except you don't sign up yourself for it. You sign up your enemy. Like an enemy. Yeah. Yeah, you you it's someone you're trying to get revenge on for something. Yeah, someone you're trying to get revenge on who also loves vaccines. <laughs> you you give me their phone number and that's twelve dollars a month and I I call them a lot. 
and I leave him a lot of messages <laughs> until I'm blocked. And then um, it'll be the honor system. I'll tell you when I'm blocked, and I'll stop taking the money out of your account. Yeah. So we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. I think people will go for that one. I do, too. I think that'll be our bestseller. <laughs> You're gonna sick this retarded girl. <laughs> I'm people I don't like. <laughs> Hell yeah. Anywho, sorry. Uh, this guy on the For You page doing blackface. I mean, I just think it's crazy. Yeah, it is I crazy. Know. I mean, that's such bad body dysmorphia that, like, people getting all those tattoos, you know? It's so crazy to me. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, yeah, I think it's I'm mean, whatever you want, but maybe not blackface. Like it should probably stop short of that. Just in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm black kind out of the rest of your body. Like, okay. I mean, I think it's disgusting, but like, you should leave your face clean. Probably. I don't think you I should mean, change. I mean, you know, did Rachel Dolls all do anything wrong if you're gonna <laughs> let people literally ink their skin a darker color? Yeah. Good question. Good things to ponder. <laughs> I hear Rachel Dolls all is pretty responsive if you're, like, nice to her on Instagram. Maybe we could get her on the pod. That would rule. Because we've, you know, as we just mentioned, we used to do a lot of correspondence re-blackface. So, yeah, well, and race race relations. It's a fascinating topic. So, I think Dolls All could be a good get for us. Yeah, because somehow what she was doing was blackface, but, like, you know, Justin Trudeau, again, back to him, or fucking Ted Danson. Yeah. His blackface was bad as That was, was a bad really, blackface. Really bad. Yeah, that and was he, bad. He got a pass. Nobody gives a fuck. He just kept it moving because he's, you know, Ted Danson. Yeah. We should ask her her opinion on Ted Danson. Yeah, we should. I'm going inst- to I'm going to DM her on Instagram. Good. I think you should. That's um, you know, I'm that's going to I'm going to start this new career as a journalist just going after people talking them, ask DMing Rachel Dolezal, asking her the questions people want the answers to. Mm-hmm. You know, the media, they don't cover Hunter Biden's laptop. No one, no one's covering the fact that he's, like, in a circle being walked on by, like, five 12-year-old girls. No one's gonna ask about that. No one's gonna ask Rachel Dolezal how she feels about blackface. <laughs> I saw, I'm sorry to interrupt you, um, please continue your thought after this, but I saw this meme the other day that was, like, a picture of a guy strapped up covered in cameras, and it said, Hunter Biden, every time he is about to fuck a hooker <laughs> or smoke crack... <laughs> It's honestly insane who takes that many pictures of themselves when they're doing the most abhorrent things possible. Right. Did you see the video of him weighing crack? Mm-mm. He's like with a hooker and like she like needs him to weigh the crack rock and he's like in this shithole. Like there's like socks and just trash and bags all over the floor and it's like it's crazy that someone who's born into that wealth like ends up living in like the shitty or like being like you would never think like I genuinely believe like you know that picture of like Hillary Clinton walking into like a normal person's apartment and Mm -hmm. looking like she just stepped into a third world country Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe she's probably never been in like a shitty place before Mm -hmm. whereas Hunter is kind of the people's champ in that he's 
done so much crack and like really like relegated himself to the bowels of our society by being such a debauched deviant yeah he is he's out there in the streets and he's i mean he's up in here we can we're a lot closer to him than we are to any of the um other people like in power running the country (laughs) you know he is like literally not the hero (laughs) we need but the hero we deserve it's so true yeah, I mean, he's definitely a pedophile, and he's definitely raping his niece, but, you know, aside from yeah, that... Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't like, like, I don't watch the videos or look at the pictures very much, because I think he, like, something about the his content um, is, like, it has an evil energy, and I feel like I can feel it seeping into my it's soul when very I see, malignant. like, videos and stuff. It's, like, to my yeah, spirit. Yeah, he's, like, so... He, that's, honestly perfectly said he's very poisonous <laughs> to the spirit dude he's yeah. got like a malevolent energy mm-hmm. it's like a like you think it's gonna be like fun and impish but it's not mm-hmm. it's like absolutely it's sinister mm-hmm. i bet Bo was the impish one yeah probably probably not he was probably a pedophile too I, we should get Hunter or Bo Biden's widow who fucked Hunter on the pod. Yeah. You think she's hard to get? Clearly not. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we should. Uh, she should be third Mike. She should replace Levi. We call her Levi, though. And we treat her like him. Exactly. (laughs) We like call her a pedophile and a cat rapist, and she's like, I don't really get this bit, but it's nice to be taken seriously in the media again. (laughs) It's been really hard after Bo's died. Um. She, Chloe Kardashian, and Tristan Thompson are having a second baby via surrogate, so they plan this. That's just ludicrous to me. So he, like, you know how he's cheated on her a bunch? Yeah. He agreed to have the second baby via surrogate while knowing that he was being sued, like, for the paternity of the second baby. Or the, the one baby, like the Marilee Nichols baby. So, mm-hmm. like, Chloe didn't know that that lawsuit was going on and that he had, like, cheated and, like, fathered another kid. He knew that that was coming down the pipeline and that once the baby was born, he was going to have to, like, do the DNA test. It was probably going to be his. And he literally agreed to do a surrogate with her anyway. That's crazy. So, like, by the time the news broke, like, the paternity scandal broke and it was confirmed that it was his... The, pre- the surrogate was already, like, two months pregnant. That's wild. He was trying to, like, get the bag, but being like, okay, yeah, get another one in there before this breaks. Yeah, for real. He's, like, doing the woman-like thing, you know? Um, I feel so bad for Chloe. Like, obviously, her self-esteem is so low. I, yeah, it's really hard. Like hard to like. It's funny, but then it's also being like that's a person who clearly has no one in her life that cares about her enough to say like, "What are you doing?" Or is so like 
down on herself that like people tell her and she's still like nah well i saw a clip from i guess their show or whatever maybe keeping up with the kardashians like from some of the drama from the past of like kim like going off about it um saying like not to her but like to the camera um being like chloe's stupid as fuck for all that basically for going back to him yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't watch the new show, so I don't, but, like, they keep forget. like, in the old show, they would keep forgiving Tristan and being like, oh, it's great, we want to be together, and it's like, I don't really think that's a good, like, I get, I guess, like, I, I don't even get it, like, even, I don't even get, at this point, the nature of, like, supporting your family member who, like, this is the decision you made, I'd be like, no, dude, he's not coming to my house, he's disgusting. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's the grossest thing. Dude, he lives in Chicago because he's a bull now. Mm-hmm. I wonder Maybe if this he's... means Chloe's going to be... Maybe I could befriend her. Yeah. Our birthdays are a day apart. She's, like, a bad... um, Like, a bad representative of the cancer sign. Yeah. I really don't like that she's dragging us down like this. It's pretty embarrassing. But it is like it is kind of cancer behavior. Hate to say it. You think? I do. Yeah, I know a few cancers. I mean, not every cancer is like that, but like I think it's a a symptom of being a cancer. <laughs> I think to a certain extent. I don't know about the public humiliation though. That would. Yeah. That would be but my. I don't think that has to do. I think that has to do with her crazy ass fucking family. That's true. Fucking Chris Jenner. <laughs> it's just nuts. You like stop having babies with them. Like, why would you after ever after he cheated on you when you were nine months pregnant? Why would you be like, let's do another? Like, just I plus like, don't you feel like it's kind of weird at this point? Like her obsession with having like true have a full sibling as opposed to a half. Like, I feel like that's got to be kind of offensive to Kylie and Kendall at that point, you know? Where she's like, yeah. it's got to be a full sibling. No it's half. It's just not the same with the yeah. half sibling. You just don't love the half. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, like I feel like that's shitty. That. Yeah, fucked up. You'd be like, dude, I, I thought we were cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you're fucking bending over backwards to make sure your kid doesn't have any half. Well, I mean, the kid does have half siblings, obviously. But, like, yeah. not from her inside i don't know it's just like dude move on with your life yeah for real let me pull up the new york post oh jennifer lopez married ben affleck last night oh good for them in vegas um their relationship like obviously i don't know um the details of it because i don't know them but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I go just on like I was about to say something so out of pocket like I have no way of knowing this but Ben Affleck looks so much better ever since they got together like he was looking rough for a while there he looked miserable in every picture you saw of him his like sad yeah. beach picture <laughs> like, that shit tattoo is crazy the one with like the phoenix or whatever that's on his back yeah. the craziest part about that I think we might have talked about it on the old episodes of the pod but like he was like, like they, he was pictured with like a giant phoenix tattoo on his back, and everyone's like, "Dude, that's not real, right? That's for a movie." He's like, "Of course, it's for a movie." And then like, <laughs> it was like a year later when he still had it, and everyone's like, "Um, dude, is that real?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? That rules to just be like, 
have no like foresight just be like no it's it's fake for sure yeah like how are you gonna lie you're like you're a famous person you've you're like only 40 it's not like you're 90 and only have a couple years you know what mm-hmm. i mean left in the limelight like um i will say though dude casey affleck is just the way hotter brother yeah yeah, Casey Affleck is, like, close to being my number... He might be my number one, besides Nick Mullen. <laughs> and Casey Affleck is dating, like, a 24-year-old. Interesting. How Someone broke he? into her apartment. He's, like, 46. Mm. Someone broke into her apartment the other month, but didn't kill her. That was nice of them to spare her. I guess. <laughs> if you're not a fan of me. <laughs> If you don't like me, I guess that's nice. Yeah, Casey Affleck's just so much better looking than Ben. I don't think I agree. Really? No? Yeah, I'm gonna have to pull up some pictures to be sure, but... Like Manchester by the Sea, Casey Affleck? I think it's because of my love of Kevin Smith movies that I really just adore Ben Affleck. So much. I just think Casey's gorgeous. And he looks good in a beard. Yeah. Nice passwords. Uh oh. You have to type in a password to look at photos of Ben Affleck versus Casey? No. It's just telling me, my computer's telling me some of my passwords are compromised. Yeah, I definitely prefer Ben Affleck to Casey. That's crazy in my mind, but, like, you you know, we've talked about, we have different opinions. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy secretly marries boyfriend. Um, Did you see the Uvalde footage? No. Of them, like, doing like looking at their phones and like putting on hand sanitizer while and i guess like dude this is horrible but in the video so it spans like an hour long they don't Mm -hmm. do anything Mm -hmm. you hear the gunshots but i guess someone had to edit out the children screaming (gasps) so like someone's job was like (laughs) Hey, can you like keep the gunshots and like edit the kids crying and screaming out of this video that's an hour long? I think that's ridiculous. Um, not, I mean, people shouldn't be subjected to having to hear children screaming. That's not what I'm trying to say. But um, I think that's a big factor to consider when we look at what we should do with these cops that were just standing there. Like, I think it'll we can't when forget it goes that they were court. standing there. If it goes to court, which I don't know that it will, but, you know, I think if it does get litigated and they get sued, I think it'll be played for the jury. But I just, I don't think it was, like, I mean, I don't want to hear the kids scream, you know what I mean? No, no one does, but I just think it's, it's, like, another case of the media, like. Yeah, like, whitewashing the, the, yeah. Like, like, because when you watch that, like. I don't know. It would just have a different impact if you. They were literally standing. I mean, there the impact as it doing is nothing is like. I mean, but yeah, if you had heard the screaming, I could imagine it. I mean, because it's already like, what are you putting on pure out for? You fucking like re like. There's kids yeah. being, and like then so they've got like riot shields and all mm-hmm. this gear, and it's state, federal, and local cops. It's like what 
And it's the craziest thing. I don't know. I mean, it's it's just like it's insane, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think they should get the death penalty, but that's just me. I know you're not a death penalty girl, but I think if you're a cop and you just stand there in the hallway when kids are being massacred, I think it should be open season on you. I mean, yeah, they deserve to be shot in the streets. Like That's insane. You know what I mean? <laughs> and oh, oh my god, the one guy who's on his phone, you can see his background on his phone. It's like a like a thin blue line logo. Oh my embarrassing. It's so, like, what could be more, like, cowardice? You know what I mean? It's just, like, oh, so brutal. Yeah, it's, like, so embarrassing for police officers. But, like, what cops are like. They're fucking I know. pussies and they're idiots. And they're fucking got, um... A little okay. too high before I had to drive somewhere the other day mm-hmm. and there was a cop car in front of me and he was like <laughs> I was making all the same turns as him and I for a split second convinced myself that he was somehow following me from ahead I'm like <laughs> he's really fucking got me like <laughs> 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 and then I was like mm, that doesn't make sense <laughs> I think I'm fine have you seen the or heard about or seen the poster for this Winnie the Pooh horror movie they're making? No. It looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> it sounds stupid as fuck. What's it about? It's um it's called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. I was a big Winnie the Pooh. It's like one of the few like pure child because like I didn't watch a lot of children's stuff, but I did like Winnie the Pooh. Um so I'm not really sure how I feel about this. Um, yeah, it's the first poster for it came out. It looks, it looks so stupid, but it looks yeah, this like looks retarded. Right up my alley. Like I'm gonna enjoy it for sure. <laughs> I hate it. I'm looking at this right now. <laughs> the first official poster is framed by the tagline "This ain't no bedtime story" and shows a menacing-looking Pooh Bear dressed in a red top and holding a bloodstained axe in front of the moon. Underneath. Piglet? Ew, that's Piglet. (gasps) Piglet brandishing a knife standing above a corpse in the forest. The poster sets up the thrilling atmosphere of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which is set to be a familiar story with a unique bloody, with unique bloody adult elements. Ew, is this going to be a sex pervert thing? Because I don't want them turning Winnie the Pooh into like a pervert who like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, in this still, it's him and Piglet creeping up on a girl, some girl in a skimpy bikini in a hot tub. Like, I don't like where this is headed. (laughs) If it's not, like, a sex pervert thing, we should see it and, like, um, review it for an episode of the pod. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely see it. You're gonna have to see it first and tell me if it's perverted. Alright, I'll let you know. You're on the, like, uh... I you like the advisory committee, but not for children to see if it's got stuff that's going to bother me specifically. <laughs> All right, well, that's an hour, and you know, not the most high energy episode, but we're having rough times, and you know what? At least you got an episode today. Yeah, and I think it went great personally. So. Yeah, yeah. 
So we'll see you next week. <laughs> All right. Bye. Goodbye.